Welcome to the Strange strange life in this strangest of weeks where we've got monkey pox crossing the globe and our own JD here crossing the continents to, to India. <laughs> On This Strange Life, the only uh, contemporary Bangkok podcast, and by con- contemporary we mean uh, a podcast that contains uh, <laughs> adjectives such as monkey pox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. Orgy. Biryani. Biryani. Fucking <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. Um, so, James, um, Aleste, uh, h- how would you define your, your experience over the last few days in, in uh, Monkeypox biryani would be a good place to start. Right, um, right, okay. Uh, do you know what? I know exactly what you mean. You when know, you, say you can that. picture that. You can picture yeah. that, exactly. Um, you know what? I, my opening thought was uh, walking through the streets of Bangkok, having been in Calcutta for the last few days, Calcutta, India. Mm. Um, don't pity the nut man. Do you know who the nut man is? <laughs> Does you know, he sell nuts? He sells nuts. He's an Indian. He often uh, rides a bicycle around Bangkok. Right. Um, oh, but you see this guy, he's often wearing... Oh, like, yeah, he's, you know, he forces them on you, right? He's very pushy with his yes. nuts, to yes. be fair. Um, he, he doesn't take no for an answer. He, he just I, I, puts his nuts in your face, he doesn't does. he? does, and I tell him I'm allergic to nuts. I have a peanut allergy. So mm-hmm. he could, you know, in, in, in the end, actually kill me. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, the last thing you want is, like, a guy dangling his nuts in your face. I know, and he wears these polyester slacks and, you know, there's this cheap poly-cotton mix shirt, and uh, he's peddling these, mucks, these, these nuts like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> and, I, and I always pitied him. <laughs> Monkey nuts. I always had sympathy for the yeah. nut man, because he didn't look particularly prosperous peddling these right. nuts. And, and he uh, goes back to his mansion. You know, his, his bicycle <laughs> could do with a shine. Um but but having come from Calcutta, India, he is in paradise here compared um, oh my God. To, to some of the big Indian cities. So um, yeah, I mean, was it just me or did I'm sure when we were younger, people used to reference like the black hole of Calcutta or something like that. That's right, right. and that was I think a military campaign. Right. Um, when the British got slaughtered in one of the okay. uh, counter-offensives. I think that's what the Black Hole of Calcutta... British has been slaughtered. Um, but, but the Brits moved into Calcutta in sixteen late 1690s, I think, and they built this city over 10 years or so that's like a replica of London. So you have um, like a small uh, St. Paul's Cathedral type building. You have uh, uh, St. Martin's in the Field type church. Um, the streets, it feels like you're walking down Piccadilly or Charing Cross Road, Leicester mm. Square. It's bizarre. Um, but uh, it's, um, it's like Piccadilly only smells worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, to- I'm, t- I'm not. No, I mean, I'm talking about the spices and stuff like that. Not. No, it's interesting. <laughs> how, it how, were, how were the smells there? Well, I was lucky enough to be suffering from a cold, and I don't really, <laughs> I don't does. really, I don't really smell I cities that smells. much anyway. I mean, I, I would I, think, I, 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 I would think, it would, I mean, no, I shouldn't go there. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, it's cool now as well, it's December, so I'd imagine in, right. the, in the roaring summer heat, it might kick up what somewhat, mm. you know. Um, a little bit pungent. A little bit, a little bit um, fruity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got, um, you know, you've got, you got um, poverty of a large and mm-hmm. uh, endemic scale. It's, you know, there's people sleeping on the streets everywhere. They kind of get up and they brush themselves off and they go and hustle. There's no real um, economy. There's no real uh, trade to speak of in uh, Calcutta apart from... Apart from young boys. Apart from uh, education is one. <laughs> uh, so a lot of them go and study there. It's a higher hipster kind of movement there. Right. But, but there's, uh, there's not much hope. And I think the black hole kind of uh, summarises um, the city quite well. Are people but it, hip to social media? there obviously not the people on the street but well maybe they are i don't know well yeah yeah i guess so yeah mm. i mean i i, I switched on uh, i had i think i had a, one of my old dating apps on my phone and they're like free pictures um oh, flicked in your, by, in and, it, and then it said uh, oh that's all there is <laughs> in the city of 10 million <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ well i mean there was big news from india this week did you hear about the story about the 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 gang rape of the veg the vegetarian oh, twenty seven year old that happens a lot John was it on a bus no this chance? happened just recently it was a big high profile case yeah 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 I'm um, saying it happens a lot but was this one on a bus or was it just no, in the street one, okay well yeah. they said that they ki- they they gang raped her and then they killed her and they set her body on fire mm. and then the police got the guys put them in custody and shot them dead before they even got a trial. Oh my god! So it's yeah. a big uproar with like the human rights yeah. thing. With like when you know there there was a quote that I read saying, "What's the point of having you know a judicial system if if the police are going to take mm-hmm. the law into their hands and, and it's probably kill the them families that bribed bribe them to kill? Probably. But, but yeah. you're right, Jugs. This happens all the time. And are, are women seen as second class there, J- J- Well, JD? we were we were. The reason I went was to visit um, a friend of mine, Tom, who was on the show before, mm-hmm. and he was um, awarded a place on a um, three months um, artist residency program um, where um, you're, you're paid to go and live in this house. And this house was like a million-dollar house. You know, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful old kind of Victorian-style um, uh, property, and they had uh, servants in the house. And <laughs> one of the servants... Um, the untouchables was talking about um, the the bad things that happened in his life, and one of the things was his mum was raped by the entire village. Um, by the entire village, yeah, well, well, by like twelve, twenty guys or whatever. It's a small village. But it happens a lot, but it happens a lot. And the problem is, a lot of the time, I think in uh, Islamic cultures, that the the the, the victim. Is sometimes considered the the, the dirty one. The uh, yeah, yeah the yeah. If you the, get raped in in Muslim country, you're seen as used dirty goods, aren't you? You're, you're well, you're also much. seen as being having behaved in such a way that would attract right. attention like this. And that's it, the yeah, point, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but I mean, ra- rapes happen across the world. What what, yeah. what makes it? I mean, this India more, more prominent that it's world news, and I mean. Like I read, there was 32,000 reported rapes, and they said the number could have been possibly a lot mm-hmm. higher. But there's, well, a, there's, reported, a, there's yeah. A, yeah, there's a stigma behind rapes as far as association mm-hmm. of, of being sexually assaulted, and it, and mm-hmm. it, and it kind of ruins your, your image. Absolutely. So, uh, I mean, it happens in the United States. 
I but think is it, it just more is it more persecuted in these other countries? Well, more men apparently in the United States. <laughs> yeah. you, did you see that in report? The, the, uh, you're more likely to get raped if you're a guy than a woman. Yeah, but but uh, what that report doesn't stipulate is that it's the guys raping the guys, not the women raping the guys. Well, we, you know, we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. A woman can't physically rape a guy. I bet they can. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I bet you know, like no, a UFC no, you need, fighter. You need, a, you need to penetrate someone. With a penis. Oh right, okay. What she technically? No, no. Rape. We had this conversation as well. If she fingered you, would that be rape? <laughs> I thought. What I mean, the definition of rape is rape, uh, rape is unconsensual forced sex. It doesn't yeah. technically mean penetration. It just means that, that well. it was unwarranted. Uh, how uh, can you have sex with someone without penetration happening? Uh, licking the vagina. I mean, guys. Still- guys are drugs. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> if, 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 if someone licks your vagina unwantingly, jugs. I think you'll agree that that's rape. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's penetration, someone, isn't if it? If someone touches your boob, that's rape. Oh, I don't in know. America. I don't know if touching... Okay, maybe, yeah, okay, I've gone too okay, far. So, but, isn't so it? It licking your vagina. It says unlawful sexual intercourse or any other sexual intercourse. penetration of the vagina, oh, anus, wow. or mouth of another person, mouth. whether without force, so by penetration a sex is key. organ, other part, or foreign object without consent of the victim. So fingering, uh, or you would uh, be. with a with a and sex a toy, perhaps. And you a could, you could, if a if a woman pinned you down, mountain man, and 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 shoved <laughs> a candle up your Harris. Hang on, just that oh, could be just thinking about uh, it. Unlubricated, <sighs> that could be considered rape. Okay, I've got a. I've got it. But I mean, now, now, nowadays with pocket, popular culture, that it, it's being reworked because that definition of rape was only basically for mm. a, man, a man raping a woman. Yeah. And I personally believe that a woman could rape a man if he is out of his mind, if he's drunk, possibly you, like oh, I've been in the that's past. That's happened to me. That has happened to me. Is that, you tell your story first. We've, we've all well, had no, that. no, no. I mean, we've it, all had that. Yeah. Okay, so say, say really you, wait, you wake up in the morning after you know doing you know drinking, doing drugs, and you wake up and you have you have uh, you know a Hannibal Lecter looking chick next to you, <laughs> and you don't you don't know what how how you got there, you know, and and then you feel violated. You're like, mm-hmm. how the f- I wouldn't do this mm. in my right mind. I wouldn't have had sex with her. Um, yeah. So right. I, I feel like uh, I got taken advantage of. Mm. But uh, there's a stigma behind that saying that a man should be a man about it just because he slept, he slept, you know, he had sex with a woman. Oh, we mm-hmm. should do. I mean, I've woken up with some monsters. But uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference between rape and a bad mistake, you know? Yeah, uh, no, but not in America on these not, college it's campuses. Not, it's not, no, it. no, if you're a dude, I mean, if you're a yeah, guy. Okay. If you're a guy. If you're a woman, obviously you can wake up next to a monster and think, oh. I mean, these days, do you have to That's like, sign, a, right. sign a form of consent? <laughs> right. But it happened to me once. I, I was in a rock band, as you might have known, in my early 20s, right? And uh, we used to all hang around at this lad's flat in Leeds after the gigs. Yeah. And there was, uh, there was this girl there that was a little bit overweight. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with fat people. I'm, <laughs> I'm fat as well. Um, but you weren't back then. I wasn't back then. Yeah. And she just wasn't attractive. And she used to come <laughs> on to me all the time. And she used to stick a tongue down my throat and stuff. And it, I hated it. I really hated it. <laughs> and one night, I was really, really drunk, like really badly drunk. And she basically kind of just dragged, dragged my hand, pushed me onto the bed, just basically took her trousers off, took my, pulled mine down to like just above my knees and just sat on top of me and just basically rode me until I came and then got off and walked off. And I was like, just left there thinking, what the fuck was that? I came, but I didn't feel good about it at all. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing. I'm not <laughs> trying to lie. I got raped. What was her? I know. 
I'm sorry. What, what was, oh, come on, what, what was her sorry. name? Let's Vicky. Name, Vicky, if you're listening, Vicky. You're um, a rapist. I, I live on 454. Took a bit 103. Yeah. Come around, bring lube. I mean, that's just, it can, it can happen, but it, mm. you know, and then a guy doesn't want to, they even go to the police station and like, I got raped and the cops will probably laugh them out of the building. Like mm. you, you got raped. Oh, there was that couch surfing incident. Do you remember that? No. There was a, I think it was an American guy, young, early twenties, came to Thailand something. and, um, it was, uh, what's, what's it called when you, uh, is it Airbnb when yeah. you, or whatever, it was couch surfing. Anyway, he, uh, he went to this guy's house. The guy gave him some beers, alcohol, exactly. You know. <laughs> he woke up, or he kind of blacked out a little bit. He woke up, and this uh, this landlord, uh, gay Thai dude, is uh, going down on him. Right, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Because I mean, if you're if you're asleep, right, and someone starts fellating you, yeah, you could, it could be anyone, right, in your dream or yeah, whatever. And you could and, just have a wet dream, basically. Yeah, you could, you know, you, you could never find out. Yeah, but. <laughs> But he did. He woke up and he went to the police station in Thailand. Could you imagine this? Right. What, this young what American dude went to the police station. They and, laughed and him out of the building. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, talking so, about so this. Some things you have to put down to bad experience and move on. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So have, have you heard? Have you heard this this debate that's going on at the moment? Um, because this 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 prominent HIV. Uh, sufferer who was born with it um, in so let, let, I'll see if I can find the video here uh, she was born with it basically and she's got cerebral palsy she's on she's on um, Instagram and she's this prominent kind of activist now she's saying that with the new sort of drugs that happen uh, and the new and the fact that your viral load can be undetectable that these laws on if you have sex with someone knowingly you have HIV that's it's, an it's, interesting it's case. a crime in America. Yeah, it is. So it's a crime, so you it can get should, sent to it jail. It should be. It should so be. So she's a crime. saying, well, now, now, no, you shouldn't have to disclose that you have if you if your viral load is not detectable. Blah blah. I think that's bullshit. No, I think that's you a bunch disclose. of bullshit. That's you a that's disclose. a life threatening disease that you're carrying. I've seen videos of line uh, online of people bragging about having HIV and sleeping with multiple partners. Yeah, that's I've just seen those reckless ones. behavior that mm-hmm. that, that yeah, they should be cast. Was it a gay guy? I saw it was video. a guy having sex with girls. It was a oh. guy, he was having sex with girls, and it was right, another yeah. it was a girl having continuing to have sex with guys, yeah. knowing that she is HIV positive. They were big cases, right? They got sent to prison, right? I don't know if they. I don't, oh, okay. I'm not sure if they got caught. It was just videos that popped up of them bragging about it. But her point was, well, look, you know, it's, it's not a death sentence anymore. But yeah, okay, but you still have to go to the doctor every six months and take a tablet every day, and you can still have complications. And it's money, and money for the treatment. Money, I mean, exactly. If you haven't got insurance in America, blah, blah, blah. And uh, So I thought, okay, if you could give diabetes, because people say, oh, AIDS is like diabetes now, right? It's a manageable condition. Used to be fatal. Now it's not. It's manageable. If, if left untreated, it will kill you, but otherwise not. So if you were to give someone diabetes, if, if diabetes was sexually transmitted, would that, would that be a crime? It would be the same. I mean, in my opinion, But you can't for herpes, though, can you? Or gonorrhea, or... And it's not as serious. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, I mean, but yeah. some of those, like herpes, are they don't they don't. You're, there's no cure for no, it, it, right? It, it's easy, isn't it? It's like, an incurable disease. If if you're going to have sex with someone and you don't know their sexual history, then use protection. Right. If you mm-hmm. want to have unprotected sex, then go and get checked with them. 
Yeah. And you should only have unprotected sex if you're in a relationship anyway, because mm-hmm. there is a possibility someone might get pregnant. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not if it's dude on dude. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. But and I, I think if you do have, or if someone did have HIV, there would be like social forums where they could meet someone else with HIV and get they it just, on together. They just recently opened yeah. up a uh, sperm bank in Australia for HIV positive patients to get pregnant. Oh, that's cool. So what it is is, you know, obviously you have HIV already and you still want to have a baby, but yeah. no one wants to have sex with you because you have HIV or AIDS. That's cool. And, uh, but it, they, they uh, did it so the fact that it, they have such a small trace of the disease or the incurable disease yeah. that it doesn't pass on to yeah. the other person. So, and it's the first one of its kind in, in the world, I think. Yeah, well, well that's right. You, you're dead right, jokes. It, it's the... When 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 you give birth, I, I don't think actually it, it passes on just through the baby inside the womb. I think it's if there's breast complications. Milk, yeah. No, I don't think it passes on through breast milk. I could be, I don't know, I could be wrong. Bio but um, fluids. yeah, but you're right. If the viral load is undetectable, that's what they do. They put you on drugs, get your viral load undetectable, then you have the baby, and then they, well, well, then you still take the drugs after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, we've taken a bit of a dark path there, aren't we? But uh, I just thought it was interesting that this girl. Is advocating for this. It, it cannot, can't possibly be the right thing to do. Anybody right? can advocate for anything. Doesn't yeah. mean that anything's going to be yeah, done. It doesn't about mean it. it's right. Yeah. Anyway, back to Calcutta. Speaking of AIDS, <laughs> <laughs> we did the full circle there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people that I saw in the streets were, were dying of terminal diseases. Or, mm. You know, I saw a couple of dead bodies. I saw one being no, really? one being carried along the streets, going to the funeral okay. uh, pyre. But no, I mean, I thought you just meant lying on the street. No, I mean, <laughs> carried on a stretcher, you know, dead body right yeah. in front of me. Um, Not wrapped up in. No, face was out, body oh was God. out, and they were okay. all shouting and screaming. Harrowing. Then I followed. We followed them down to where they on the river. They uh, they have the cremations, and that's open air as well. So there's some dude just being barbecued um, on a load of wood. Could you smell? Uh, it? Could you smell the? No, meat? they had this huge extractor fan, like you know you have on what? Uh, on the river. On no, no, it's on the river banks. Oh, okay. So you have the crematorium here. And then on top of the like the pyre, the funeral yeah. pyre sort of thing, um, they have these huge extractor fans like you see on the top of cookers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So a it hood. just sucks yeah, all yeah, the yeah. sucks all the smoke up. Um, but yeah, that was fascinating. Imagine cleaning that. Thing and you out. see a lot of people just passed out on the street, like just fucking. You don't know if they're dead or not. Yeah. You know, I asked Tommy, he said, "No, nah, they're probably drunk." I said, "But you can't get a beer. Well, how do they get drunk?" Um, Can I get a beer? That is the one thing. The, t- the, the food, the Indian food is fantastic. And you're eating this like Rogan mutton, r- r- mutton Rogan Josh or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's delicious. And you can't get a beer. It's like, haven't these people Why? worked out that beer and curry goes beautifully together they haven't worked it out um you can get a beer but you have to go to these like little kiosks with the right. metal bars and you have to oh, buy yeah, it can by cam and shamefully go back to your hotel which i did one night and uh and oh, uh, drink God. alone uh, <laughs> i couldn't handle that but um the worst thing i was, I was telling you guys i remember i was I, I went to buy uh one night i went to buy a, a cigarette lighter and I picked it up from this this little kiosk in the street. There's no Seven Elevens, you know. There's no family right, mart. No Everything's just. Oh, most shops don't even have a fridge, you know. Oh, I can't just, with that. So I picked up this lighter and I went to light it. It just fell apart in my hand. So I took it back to the guy and he started shouting at me like I'd done something wrong. And he had a little lighter on a piece of string in his shop, so I just used that. And um, I walked down the street and I walked back. 
um, a few minutes later, and I'm walking along, and I feel something hit my arm, the top of my arm. And first of all, I thought it might be bird shit, mm-hmm. because um, I saw these lots of big birds. There's hooded crows and black kites, these like eagle things that fly mm-hmm. around feeding off the dumpsters and stuff, you know, so mm-hmm. lots of carrion. Dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, the vultures don't live there anymore. Apparently the, the city became so polluted, and the people's bodies got so polluted that the vultures wouldn't take to them anymore. And, and, and now the vultures have left. And also they use pesticides and shit, mm. so the vultures can't uh, maintain themselves there. Anyway, I'm walking past this little yeah. vendor. I feel something hit my arm. And it's kind of warm as well. And it's kind of globular. It's like a glob. Oh, thought, oh my God. Oh, no. That's fucking sputum. He spat at you. Someone spat at me. Um, I, I first thought it was bird shit, and I thought, no. Was it your bare skin? It's too hot. And so, yeah, it's on my bare skin, and there's a tree next to me, so I go and t- just rip some leaves off the tree and wipe this fucking, what I think is a greenie. You know, it might, uh. not, it might not be. It might be bird shit, it might be bird puke, but it's something, it's horrible, and it's on my fucking arm. So I take some leaves and I ru- rub it off, and, I, and then I start thinking about it, and I start fucking retching, do you know mm. what I mean? And so I go off from the pavement nothing worse into the middle of the road, and I just... I puked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, this fucking place is disgusting. <laughs> Fuck. So, <laughs> how did you fuck you? I mean, sorry, let, let's not move away from that. Spit first, that's disgusting. I remember once, somewhat, some girl at this park <laughs> in England, when I was about nine years old, she went... <laughs> and she that, spat on my cheek, man. And that, it just... It, oh, man. That sound, the, the pulling back, or the, the, the pulling back of the... The mucus mm. from the lungs and then back through the back of the nose. That is, you hear that constantly in Calcutta. Mm. Everyone's the doing Chinese it. Do or, and the Chinese do it as well, yes. Yeah, there, there's a ton of pollution there too, right? It's pretty polluted, yeah. I mean, it's so their lungs similar. are all fucked up from mm. that pollution yeah. and shit. It's just and they're not just civilized, is it? <laughs> It's like the end of the we, world we, there. We, we didn't try to civilise the brutes, did we? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're touching on racism now. Did I do a racism? <clears throat> There's black town and white town in, uh, in Calcutta, so right. the, the town was divided. And where do the black when... people live? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just, that was a joke. <laughs> well, well, the truth is they live all over now, but they never used to. Right. Uh, the British um, segregated the town. So you'd have where the, the natives, the locals would live one side. And there was a wall. Was there a physical and, and, and barrier? The, uh, yeah. Or just a... Uh, just a deep, just a, a sort of line in the sand kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, there's, there's not a barrier that remains. There might mm. have been at the time, but anyway. Now, do they have motor cars there and modern plumbing? <laughs> <laughs> do they have TVs? But the cars, the, the, the taxis are like these yellow 1950s New York cabs, you know? Um, yeah. the, everything is so old. Right. Everything is like so Cuba. old. And they still make them to look old, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. So you, you fucked your foot up, right? What, what, well, what I, the there? first day I did 10 hours of walking. Okay. Was um, it your gout? It, w- w- did your gout play up? No, it wasn't my gout. It's just uh, <laughs> I, I've got a little bit of arthritis in, in my left foot oh, from see. when I used to be a skateboard superstar. And it, it, it flares up whenever I overexert really myself. good at skateboarding? I was all right, yeah. Really? <laughs> you could, do, could you do Ollie? Oh, come on. Well, that, that's basic, right? Yeah. Well, could you like go on a ramp then and do some tricks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Half pipe, handrails, swimming pools. Do you do pools. with your son now? Um, no, but I'm going to. There's a oh, there's cool. a park up in Ramcam Heng that I just stumbled across underneath next to the small yeah. stadium. There, that's fucking epic. Can you jog? And can I still have a board. So I used to skateboard. Yeah. This is kind of American, more of American thing. Uh, right? But I gave it up because 
I just my my like hundred dollar skateboard got stolen and it broke my heart. <laughs> so Bummer. I gave it up after that because there was no way I was going to be able to buy another board like that. Mm-hmm. But I actually started to do longboarding. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I've seen. So those. I had a longboard in, in in college, and when I was running like ten, you know, almost ten minutes till class, I would just hop on my longboard, and, and it was a, almost like an incline through town yeah. to my college. So I would just rip on on the streets and. I've seen those crazy fuckers that go down hills like 70 miles an hour, like they crouch down and like they put the hand on the floor and like they, they must Stacey, put metal on the hand. Stacey Peralta. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a death wish. Oh man, they go like it's 70 adre- miles an hour. It's the adrenaline, you know what I mean? It's like, not yeah. only do you have to worry about, the only worry that you have about that is nothing around you. It's staying on the fucking board. Mm. <laughs> because, right, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, well, or coming off into that's, oncoming that's traffic. That's the first thing we'd do when I first started skating when I was, 11 or 12 or whatever mm. um, I used to live near Greenwich Park in London and it's these big steep um, hills and yeah I used to fucking just coffin board it coffin board is when you lie down head first oh, yeah, yeah. right Fuck and you can, get, you can get up to 30 40 miles an hour <laughs> just just bombing down it was so dangerous but so Did, much fun I bet, I bet back in so that was like 80s 90s right I bet there were no yeah, helmets and late, late 80s shit those early days, 90s right? no helmets no real skate parks yeah. there was a few concrete parks but mm. Now they're everywhere. So, were you? Did, did you get sponsored? Were, were you that good? Were you no, I was close. I was close to sponsorship, but wow. um, yeah, I was like wow. one of the best in the in the in the, the borough in the town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, James, you're I full had of my surprises. own half pipe and stuff. Really? Mm. You bet. You got someone to like manufacture it for you. Um, we used to, what we used to do. We used to, um, we, we built a load of ramps. So, I mean, it's, if, if you'd see some plywood in the street. And we'd just steal it. Yeah. Uh, we'd, we'd see it in the daytime and we'd go back at night and um, we'd put it on our boards. So we'd be thieves on skateboard. Um, and then we'd find somewhere to build a park. So it'd be in someone's garden or on a bit of wasteland or whatever. Mm. And we built, built skateboard parks, you know, all around the area. Just using plywood? <coughs> just using wood we found and uh, tools, mm. jigsaws and shit we'd, we'd uh, uh, buy, steal or borrow mm. from uh, friends. So, yeah. Right. Fucking hell. Those were the days. Them were the days. I think, like, Tony Hawk's made skateboarding into something that you could really become successful at and really make a lot of money doing, right? Oh, well, he that, did, but not many others. Really? Yeah. Um, Tony Hawk was... He, he, he captured the, the TV audience. Yeah. During the, X, during the X Games, and he made it really popular. He landed the first 900 uh, varial spin. You know? Oh, Really? Yeah, he uh-huh. landed the first 900 where you spin basically, you know, 900 degrees. Yeah. And, but, I mean, there was a lot more pioneers besides Tony Hawk. I mean, Tony yeah. Hawk is just one of a handful of people. You had the people who are like the banana board type guys. Yeah. It's like I had a banana board at one time. It's like this small skateboard. It's probably like the size of your arm or something like mm-hmm. that. Very small. and you just, Narrow. Yeah, you just cruised like it's, right. it was almost like a long board before it was a long board. It was mm-hmm. it's a short board that you curved the streets on. Right, okay. That's because surfing, you know, like surfers needed yeah. something to do when there weren't waves, basically. Oh, so the right. early the early skateboards uh, resembled surfboards in shape. Oh, um, shit. That, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And then uh, the freestylers, people like Rodney Mullen came Rodney along Mullen, and yeah. realised that you could do tricks, and then the tail developed and the nose developed. Um, right. But Tony Hawk was great because he was kind of omnivorous. He'd do the ramp stuff, the pool stuff, and the street stuff. Mm. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, he was, he was very diverse. He was an all-rounder, his, his wasn't he? He was an all-rounder. He'd curve the bowls. And then he'd go on X Games and hit a half pipe. You know what I mean? Curve like, the bowls. Is that is that skate 
skate. Well, it's like a, it's basically yeah. an empty swimming pool. Oh, that's a fantastic. Oh, way to really? skate. So the kids, oh, all these cool. skateboard yeah. kids, would come together on a summer day, and they would yeah. just with an empty pool, and they would just curve, curve around. They would just hit this thing. It's like figure eights mm. going on the skateboard. That just seems so classically when, when American. You like, got the, the concrete, right? So it's that lovely, smooth sound as you're going up the transition. Then you hear yeah. the tiles because they have the tiles near the yeah, top. Yeah, it's like a click near the rim of the bowl, and then. You, you, you start to hit the tiles, you get excited, the adrenaline's going, the pumping, then you hit the actual, the lip, right? And you begin to grind the lip, and it gets even more, and then you start to get a little <laughs> bit of air, right? You start, you start to, yeah. start to, and it's just this transgression of fucking awesomeness when you're skating. It's like, you can always do there, something there, a bit there's better. There's also a feeling like, okay, so us humans can't naturally fly, but when you're mm. on a skateboard... You can fly. You feel like yeah, yeah. You're in the air. You're, like you're in the whoosh. air suspended. No, I mean like if you go up, if you hit a, if you hit this ramp, and all of a sudden mm. you're just flying for about two or three seconds yeah. before yeah. you before you come back down and and, and hit hit it again, and you get some. You air. just you, this this adrenaline the shit of like holy fuck, here we go. We're we're mm. flying now. We're flying now. Okay, <laughs> now I got to focus on coming, and it's only a split second before you have to get ready to 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 land properly. Yeah. On concrete, right. which hurts when you fall down. Well, you need, and you don't you need those fall. pads, man. You need knee pads, yeah. one pads, the, elbow pads. One of the first things you learn is how to slide, right? So every time, right, you, how to fall properly. Yeah, basically. just land on your knees and slide down the ramp or the mm. pool. Once you got that worked out, you can pr- you can start doing really good shit, really you know, good tricks. Have you seen the proper like good X Games shit where they like go on the motorbikes and they go up those massive ramps Fuck, and they that's flying as well, isn't spin it? Spin yeah, like super yeah, that's cross. Nice. You're talking about yeah. the dirt bikes, right? Yeah, they are. Oh. That is mental. How do you learn to do that? Like how, like, especially when they come off the bike or spin the bike around, and I just cannot I fathom have, how I they get from. I have a few to friends there. who who do who have dirt bikes in Laos <laughs> and also in the United States. Yeah, I mean it's just trial and error. You just got to have the balls. You just got to have the balls yeah. to do it, and then when you do it, you fall down. But what yeah. do you do? You get back up. They put a pit of like foam or something, don't they? The one, one that gets me is when they go upside down, right? Yes, and, <coughs> on the bike. Or two or three times, <coughs> don't they? You do like three. You mean like that? Shit! I mean that, that's got to it's got to fucking hurt when you get that one, wrong. Two. Three, I think they, I think they, I think there's a three rotation. Oh, that's just beyond. Now. That's just beyond awesomeness, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. I've there seen is. it once um, before. I've never seen like a double or a treble. What, what's it called? X Games. X Games. Yeah. Well, don't I, Google it. We can all picture it. Can't okay. We know what it is. But, um, but I mean, it just takes the balls, the initial balls to do it. And you, I, I mean, there's two yeah. things. I mean, when I when <laughs> I did balls. when I did when <laughs> I did when when I did these kind of sports, I would do it. F- Cause, and I would do it with my friends around. I mean, I would skateboard by myself, but you always skate in packs or you always do something with your mm, friends. Yeah. And, and the number one thing at the end is do something so fucking cool mm. and master that skill of doing that so your friends are, you feel like you're the top dog at <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. Like when, when I used to do the skate park and when, when uh, kids would do these crazy tricks, everybody would try and emulate that trick. Mm. Or try and do what you're doing. So for a minute, you're a god amongst you. Essentially, your yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's because cool. you had the balls to, to, to go where no one else has gone. It's right? like anything, though. It's a really good point, Jugs. It's like you do it as a group, yeah. right? And then it gets to a point. It's like drinking, right? You do it as a I group activity, right? When you start drinking. Like but if you get really good at it, you start doing it alone. Right, and this is the same. It's the same like as sex. It's like it's same, yeah. you go from orgy into masturbating by yourself. But it's just, it's a similar sort of thing. You get really good at skating. You're in a group. You do it, and then you you realise that you, to get really fucking good, 
it's almost like being in a band as well. You play in mm. a band, and then to get really good, you need to do shit alone. And you need to focus room, on one yeah. thing yeah. and get really fucking good at that. And then you go back to the group. Then what you're talking about happens. They see the master at work. And, yeah. then, and then you go away and you do something different. And you, you, you fucking nail that. And you come back to the group mm. and you do it. So, yeah, it's, it's a group activity, but it's also a good sort of activity. I mean, activity. yeah, you think about the good bands in history, like the Beatles. They went on their own and they all had successful solo records. Mm. All of them. So, I mean... Yeah, same Beach Boys. Yeah, all of them. You, if mm. they if they yeah. stayed Some together, they, they yeah. wouldn't they wouldn't have had those you know those solo records that are that are amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, some bands the members are just too good to play with each other. Yeah, right? yeah there's, there's too much ego there. But, there's but too then, much ability. But then there's always one member left there. So hey, when we get the bass player, when, when are we get back together, boys. <laughs> when are we get back together? But the Beatles is that Ringo, oh, Ringo Starr? Ringo Starr, you think, from the Beatles? Yeah, Ringo. Yeah, he was kind of left on his <laughs> but, I mean, he's I'm just he's a drummer, man. Decent. I can't do much on my I'm own not a very a drummer. good drummer at that. <laughs> yeah. Compare Ringo to fucking Charlie Watts. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, surfing's always one that gets me as well. I've always really admired those guys. Um, and it's always something I've really wanted to do, but just... I mean, I, I, I can't really swim that well. I can swim, but not very well. And sharks bother me as well. You know, getting bitten by a fucking shark, man, that really scares me. It's probably me. too late to learn, I think. I think so. I tried now. surfing, yeah, that, I couldn't. That's gone. Have you tried? I, I couldn't get it. I wasn't, I wasn't good enough at it. They're so uh, cool, though, surfers, aren't they? Those big waves. I mean, guys, I think man. that's your first obstacle, saying that you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, there's always stuff that you can, things that you can do to, to if that you really make it your goal, that you can yeah. do it. You know what I mean? You can get in shape, you can take lessons, and you can go out there every single day, seven days a week when you're tired. You can. Can you learn how to punch a shark in the face? I'm sure you can. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping you have an arm after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you seen those videos of fucking uh, people on surfboards fighting with sharks and stuff? And they're fucking so scary. Or there's videos of them, like when there's a helicopter or a drone or something, and they're sat on the surfboard, and you can see the shark go like underneath them. Yeah, fuck oh, that. It's excruciating. Is it as common as that? Because I heard... The, the shark the sharks don't like humans do they but they no. mistake the surfboard for a, for a porpoise or something yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it's the same yeah. sort of shape um, but I didn't think it was that common for there to be lots it's, of footage it's, there's, 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 there's a lot of footage shark, just because shark attacks aren't very common at all no no but I think it's just because we've got One 30 years yeah, no, yeah. we just had recycled fish. We had yeah. Jaws. Yeah, man. That yeah. made everybody hey, terrified of sharks. I've thought the first big blockbuster. Were people really yeah, scared some, of sharks? Someone said this in the news recently. I can't remember what article it was, but um, yeah, Steven Spielberg should publicly apologize for um, you know <laughs> demonizing <laughs> sharks. People kill them just yeah. because they're scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're ri- weird, ripping off it? their fins and throwing them back into the water like, and all I, sorts. I was. Genuinely, even when I used to go to Scarborough in England for a, for a weekend, you know, paddling up to my kneecaps, and you know, I was shit scared of sharks, man. And well, I mean, if you, of, if you look at them, like even looking at a great white shark, I mean, if you get if you come along a fifteen foot great white mm-hmm. shark with its teeth and evil, the way it looks, the black it just, eyes, yeah, it just looks fucking terrible. And you know, it they're ancient terrifying. as well. It's been there forever, 600 million years. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking talk about a decent design. You know what I mean? I hey, how, I'd how be afraid of like a meg, mega, what they call them, megalodons. I'd be oh, afraid of something like that 50 foot shark. You know what yeah. I mean? Like great white looking thing. I'd be afraid of that. There's a really shit movie Actually, where one um, of those is still around. Yeah. It's like, I can't remember what it's called now. It's is called it? that, isn't it? Megadone or whatever. Me- <laughs> Megalodon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega- What's the one Megadon? like crazy shark versus something or other? There's like a really 
There's weird. there's been a few movies that have tried to emulate Jaws. I mean, you got like a movie called Deep Blue Sea. Yes, Samuel yeah. Jackson's I like that. on it. I like Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Right. I mean, it was like a, based on genetically hybrid, you know, sharks. All CGI. Yeah, and mm. Samuel Jackson. These sharks are not gonna get the shark jumps out of the water, fucking eats him. I think it's one of the first movies that Samuel Jackson actually died in. Yeah, did he, he, did he die in uh, Snakes in a Plane? I had never saw that movie. It looked too stupid. Oh, you have to watch that. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> is it brilliant? Oh, God, it's brilliant. Is it, is we'll it review satire? It. Yeah, watch it. We'll, <laughs> we'll review it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was... It's sh- beautiful. It's done, really beautiful. I, done, I, I wouldn't lie to you. They've done sketches on it. <laughs> Always. Uh, Sharknado, that, that's what I was talking about. Ah, yeah, about. The, the, the hybrid. But look at this. Yeah. There's also um, Sharktopus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does that look like? Let me see that. Sharktopus. Sharktopus. Oh, a, God, yeah. Sharktopus. I have a, a and we have a, we have a, swamp, we have a sh- swamp shark here. These must be like a Netflix, or Netflix uh, special movies. I, I do yeah. wonder if, if you're female and then you're on, it's that time of the month, should you be surfing? Do you have to be a little bit more careful? And that's just the woman. And that's just the lady in the house coming to bollock you. But they do say that with bears, don't they? Like, if you're on your period, you shouldn't be going around near bears. Because they can. I will bear it in mind. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're just being very stupid. Um, Sorry, that was really bad. So, India then, uh, what's, what's the conclusion? Um, yeah, I'm going to go back, I think, at some point. But, uh, not Calcutta. Oh, I've been, you know, I've been to India before. I mean, oh, Bombay, I worked in Bollywood um, for a while as an extra film <laughs> extra <laughs> years ago. Did you uh, dance? But Bombay's on the other side. And, yeah, Calcutta, it's, it's really not that far away. It's a two and a oh. half hour flight. I'm going to from Taiwan Bangkok. Wednesday, the Tuesday. Wait, it was a two and a half hour yeah, flight for re- you? It's really to close. Get there? It's How cheap yeah. as well. Right? How much was your plane ticket? I'd three, four thousand baht return. Ra- round trip? Round trip, Holy buddy. That's a hundred dollars, guys. Yeah. No bucks. way you can go to India for one hundred bucks. But you gotta get the visa, which is also a hundred bucks. That's the only thing. Yeah, all right. But um Tell Spike, that's one of the perks of living uh living I, here in Thailand. I, I got I got yeah. a, a year visa so I can go back for the Wow. For the, for How the, much was that one? Uh this it's hundred bucks for a year visa. For a year visa, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think the writer's program, and I've always kind of um, kind of tried to avoid... I've never applied for a grant or anything like that, an Mm -hmm. arts grant, but these guys, there was one... There was was a a French artist uh, gal, um, an English um, uh, theatre director, um, and an Indian artist, a very good female Indian artist, um, and Tom. So there were three chicks from uh, India, um, France... And England, Some really beautiful. And um, sorry, <laughs> and they were all living in this big house, rent free. Okay, t- tell food. me more about the house. Like, uh, was that given to the to the um, to the winners? Are they winners or of this thing? Well, you apply each okay. e- each country, or the select committee chooses one person from each country right. to go and do the residency program. And so does the they, house belong to the university? No, it's, it's no university involvement at all. Oh, okay. It's it's like a it's like a um, a government fund. 
like okay. the sort of thing if you know if we agree to remain in <laughs> in, in, in the EU that we'll be able to be part of you know it's, it's arts funding is what it is right, okay I see. It's, it's all Who's a good in thing the EU India no no what are you saying who's a part of the EU um, so it's uh, France Right, right, right. Germany. But who are you saying? UK. In that yeah, I, um, I don't know what the connection is to India either. What? So the the free it's a European sponsored right. um, um, arts residency program, in which India. happens to be in India. Oh, because Tom's German. So, so, in, so the, in, the EU bought this house essentially. No, they the the, the fund um, rent the house from the owners. Um, and it looks like the house is going to be knocked down, actually. It looks like the, the actual owners of the house will sell it at some mm. point. So they'll have to find a new place mm. next time. Right. So it had a gramophone in it? It had a gramophone inside. <laughs> it was really old furniture. Right. Um, Did it smell musty? No, I mean, I, I really don't remember smelling much the right, whole time. Okay. But yeah, it was a little bit musty. Really high ceilings. I mean, as I say, the so architecture there. Is, you don't that need wasn't a, cold, right? don't need it AC because the, the ceilings are so high. It's the kind of house, if it was in the UK, it'd cost a fucking fortune to heat. Yeah. Um, but because it's in the tropics, it's just perfect. You don't need a radiator, you don't need air conditioning. Mm, mm. So it's a Liverpool, Liverpool city. Mm. Yeah, but it's just like, there's a thing I love about Thailand, that you've got the Asian feel, but all the Western comforts. You know what I mean? It's, and that's, I think it's just a great, it's like... You're on an adventure, but not being too adventurous. <laughs> you know, like you've, you've come to Asia, but you've still got your 7 Elevens, you've still got your. Well, I you mean, know, unless Asia, you, Asia light. Unless you yeah, move yeah, to a yeah. really rural area, yeah. you're going to get some kind of Western comfort because they yeah. want to attract the tourists, which brings money and things like that. I mean, could you could it, definitely yeah. move to like Mo- the steeps of Mongolia. Yeah. You can be really dangerous and you can live in uh, Kam- <laughs> what is it, Kamkata. Come, come harder. <laughs> come harder. Calcutta. Calcutta. You can live there. You can move to these parts and try and live there. But mm. do you really want to f- try and s- survive in these areas? I don't personally. No, I like well, I said, I said, because um, Cambodia can seem quite rough. And I said to Tom and Law, um, I said, Calcutta makes Cambodia look like fucking Zurich. <laughs> you know? if, if you thought Cambodia was rough. And then 10 minutes later, Tom asked me, he said, what, what, would you rather live in Calcutta or Zurich? I'm like, fucking Zurich, dude. <laughs> I, like, I would love to live in Europe with all those creature comforts and I have a few friends. not have to deal with this mm. uh, I have a few friends who live in Asian Pen- mentality. I love Phnom Penh. I, I, mm. I've been there it maybe was, 10 it was, times It was definitely year. a surprise to me to see what, what that city's all about, but it, it was, uh, I, I considered Spine. moving there at one point. Um, so, I mean, there's just heaps of fucking trash. Like you're just on a side road, you'll have like garbage bags stacked like a mm. building high. Mm. I mean, it's yeah. and, and, it, and it's like you're going. It feels like when you're there, you're going back 15 years. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we still do get a bit of that in Thailand. I saw something in Thai Visa about these people are to move out of the houses because they were basically there's like this row of houses where all the trash in the whole village, like there are uh, shanties. No, no, they were really beautiful houses, but it just so happened that right outside this row of houses was where the trash for the whole village was, like, collected. Uh-huh. So it was fucking, yeah, it was really bad. But, yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, some people live in rubbish dumps, don't they, around the world? It's, they uh, do, it's disgusting, yeah. really. Have you, now, there's a great, I spoke about it on this, on this podcast before, but there's a great documentary, and I think you can get it on YouTube, but it's a BBC documentary, it's called Welcome to Lagos, 
and it's about Nigeria. Mm. And it's about the. Sh- I've, t- I've spoken about it a bit before, but basically they they all go to to work on the rubbish dump every day. Some live there, some live in the shanties, but some live on the actual dump. And it's just crazy. I mean, you don't have to go far to see like these kind of rickety houses. They have them here in Bangkok. Yeah, Kong Thai. It's Kong Thai. You just can, along the railway. The railway there. Um, yeah. There's these makeshift houses. Yeah, yeah. Down near Plunchit. Yeah. There's some. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. Like we we are living like like basically like kings here compared to even mm. just some of the locals. So. Yeah, they're just, I like they're just to lined up in Calcutta along the street. Just, just homeless person after homeless person. Some, some mm. have children, some have babies, and just dudes just sleeping, just on the street. Sometimes got a little mattress. And imagine if that, you've, you're in that uh, situation, you felt the need to masturbate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> would you masturbate into a lady? Well, what, how would you do it? <laughs> um, you, you'd well, never have yeah, a moment's guess, privacy. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, how do, is, is the public toilets? There must be, right? Do they relieve themselves on the street? There's the public toilets, but you have to pay for them. And right. what they have is these water pumps in the street. So people just bathe oh, in the right. street. Okay. You're walking past, and mm. there'd be like five dudes, like naked, in a pair of in a pair of skimpies, just yeah. showering, <laughs> just showering right there right. on the fucking street. It's with bizarre. With the little and the rubbing themselves with soap. Yeah, rubbing there. each other with soap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or they just bathe They just bathe in the river And they piss and shit in the river Oh there was a dead dog in this river When we went to the river There was this dead dead baby dog just floating Oh no People are drinking out of it downstream No they're right next to it They're going in and washing their feet And doing a lot One of them They smoke a lot They smoke a lot of ganja in the Mm -hmm. city And they're going and washing their chillum Next to this dead dog Right, oh they're washing God. their chilling and they're going back up and they're smoking it. So they're inhaling yeah. <coughs> whatever's coming off of that fucking, all yeah, that I dead mean, shit. In that the can river. make you really sick, man. If, that, if, that's, if that's been in there for a while and it starts rotting. This well, you're taking it into your lungs, you know. Mm. Is this place near the Ganges? Yeah, yeah, the river eventually becomes the Ganges. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the most polluted world or river in the world. Yeah. So we, like, had, we had a little river or a little stream that cut through our or campus at, in my college and we called it the Ganges <laughs> and I was like I was like what why do they fucking call it when I, I didn't know I didn't know I was like I didn't even know Ganges the river in India I was like why do they call this little stream the Ganges and they're like cause you don't want to fall into it cause it's fucking disgusting and I was like well, okay well why is it the Ganges oh cause Ganges is the most polluted uh, river in the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, would can you go for a swim in the Ganges? Well, I mean, they do. I mean, they have hair. these festivals where they all just go in and, and splash around and they do it every year. Right, okay. You know. I'll tell you what, talking about festivals. Manja Puja, so, so it's amazing how much, the, how much yeah. shit and disease and, like, the body can take, you know? Yeah. How much shit? That's literally. why the body count was okay. stacking up while he was in yeah. town. All those bodies coming out. <laughs> but, um... That's one thing I would like to see. You know the Indian Festival of Colour when they're throwing all the powder around? That looks pretty cool. One of them's Manja Puja or something like that. Uh, Manja Puja. I don't know. James will know. <clears throat> yeah, there's, What's there's one with throw fe- the- festivals all year. Yeah. They, they had a, a shop selling only um, Christmas decorations, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I said to Tom, what do they do the rest of the year? They said, oh no, there's like a festival every few weeks. You know, oh, and they just restock for restock. that, that, mm. that uh, particular festival. Mm. Do we have a break? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, let's have a break. 
Okay, hey, we're back. Welcome, strangers. Um, so, James, um, we're going to do a little bit. Uh, actually, Jogs, you're pretty good at these. Where, where yeah, what's we? that? Uh, these promos. The promos, yeah. We're, we're here live from uh, Sportsman. Uh, uh, it's like an English sports bar. Mm-hmm. They've got TVs downstairs all the way Good around. Way. They've got about six or seven pool tables. And I had a quote by someone that I met here saying I was looking for a pool hall. Didn't know where to mm-hmm. find one. And all of a sudden I came here and it's mm-hmm. a pool hall. Yeah, it's a legit great pool food. hall. They have great rhino tables here, you know, and they have yeah. big extended nine foot tables, eight yeah, foot tables. Cool uh, they have deals going on throughout the week. They have a curry deal on Thursdays where you can uh, get a curry. <laughs> knows this place really well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they also have uh, everyday happy hour from uh, twelve to seven, which is ninety nine bot Tiger Pines, which is what I'm drinking right happy now. Happy afternoon, and it's pretty refreshing for you know ninety nine bot, which is about three dollars and eighty cents for a yeah. beer. For for a full on pint, and uh, right now on Sundays they have a, um, a Sunday roast, which uh, is one ninety nine for roast. A, for a Sunday <laughs> for a Sunday roast. So, uh, J- J- so sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, I cut you off. Talking of no, roast, you're okay. I'm I'm almost done here. So, yeah. and then I'll just give a quick experience. I I uh, there was a big football, a big American football match last uh, uh, Sunday night, and I came here. I took the day off of work to do it. And they had the 49ers-Ravens game, which is probably the biggest game that's happened this far in the NFL season. And uh, I had a great time, and they played that game just for me. So if you have a, <laughs> any kind of... Hogging all the bar space. <laughs> if you have any kind Hogging of game that you want to play here at Sportsman, they're more than willing. They will still on TV for you, right? Won't they? they well, they, accommodate had a, they had Yeah, they will accommodate you. I said, hey, mm. I'm coming in. I want to watch this game. Can I watch it? And they said, yep, we'll have a TV for you. Mm. So very accommodating, and uh, just come on into Sportsman Bar and uh, get your get your feed, your fix, and uh, I your you sports. Said, uh, I want to watch Celebrity <laughs> Celebrity Love Island. The, if they'd accommodate you with that, does it have to be sports? It's got to be sports, right? It's okay. a sports bar. Shit, it's not a sex bar. It's not a Love Island bar. Well, talk about weird sex stuff. Um, did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the topic, creepy uh, Joe Biden's been at it again. Ah, oh, fucking that guy! Have you heard? Did you hear this? J- just listen to this. And by the way, you know I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs. That t- he's talking about when he he was like a lifeguard at a pool in a oh, black okay. neighborhood, right? Okay. Turn that that that. And by the way, you know I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> so I actually, I actually, I actually, I actually watched the full segment. Yeah. Uh, from start to finish. It's out of context, Joe. Um, Joe jokes. Um, it, it's, uh, it was very disturbing. And I think the crowd, the crowd, I mean, the first thing he had no one on stage. And then he said, oh, we want the, all the kids on stage. He's like, bring the kids on stage. And so all the kids come up on stage, and he's rubbing on one of the kids, and the kid is 
seriously concerned. Like, why is this guy mm-hmm. touching me like this? And then he goes, he, he's talking about uh, f- uh, past history, black people in this neighborhood, African-Americans. Mm-hmm. And then he goes uh, on about how he was a lifeguard. And it was just like, and you can hear the breath being taken out of the crowd. Like, he is, he is, you can hear, and then people start chattering and people are like, shh, 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 quiet, quiet, quiet. He's talking. And, 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 and you could tell that the, the people who are concerned were the actual community members and the people shushing Joe Biden were his fucking loyal followers. Right. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Joe, stop speaking. Please stop speaking. He is honestly fucking senile. He's senile, man. He's senile. He's, he's, what, 77 years old and running Mm. for president of the United States? Did you see the argument he had with the 84-year-old? Yeah, and that was even more bizarre. see that, James? No. We'll play it, but, um, yeah, he basically had an argument with this 84-year-old guy and basically said he could do more press-ups than this 80-year-old guy. It was really weird. He's senile. Why are these people being, like... Lifted up in the U.S. Because uh, there's no hope for politics in the United States. There's well, only there's only Andrew Young's pretty cool. Me, well, we're talking about we're talking about po- it's a popularity vote. Mm. It's it's who's going to garner the most popularity. I mean, you have all these people who actually might have some decent results, but do they have the the political backing as far as campaign money and things like that? Mm. With 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 being deep in the pocket from these companies, do they have those? Yeah, I mean, no, Biden's they don't. Got oil money, hasn't he? He's- but not only that, but he's piggying he's piggy banking he's piggybacking off of uh, Obama so all right. the supporters from Obama are job, trying to trying to hang on to that and Joe mm. Biden's hopping on that train <laughs> that's why he's in the black neighborhoods <laughs> Jesus Christ it's it's, it's so very weird. sad because he he can't re- I mean it's just like Hillary Clinton going into a black neighborhood she has no um no connection with these people and some of the mm. people call her out on it they're like so what do you where's what's your stance on 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 police brutality? Mm. And then she said, "When's the last time you had to struggle for anything apart from to walk right. downstairs? You decrepit old right? Bitch. You're 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 campaigning for for uh, uh, us uh, us people who in these neighborhoods, but yet you're wearing a thirty thousand uh, dollar a suit or a thousand dollar suit, a bike suit. Yeah, as well. yeah, you're wearing this suit. What what kind? You're, you're campaigning for us, but you have you know." Mm. What do you really understand about us? Yeah. And that's the thing that's wrong with the Democrat Party is they're piggybacking off the po- piggybacking off the poor, and they have no connection to the poor. Yeah, they're out. They're all them. rich, just like Nancy Pelosi is is talking about immigrants <laughs> and stuff like that. We've talked about this before. No, no walls. We should not have a wall. We shouldn't have ice. Is uh, you know, ice is the worst people out there. But mm. yet she's got she's got walls around her house to prevent mm. people walking on her property. Uh, she she has uh, cops called when when people are walking over her lawn. Mm. Excuse me, there seems to be a black guy in our neighborhood. Can you send someone out, please? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, these people are fucking gross, man. I just don't understand. It's just how, politics, yeah. and then and, and, I mean, at least the conservative party, they, they, their, their beliefs are firm. They stand with their beliefs. Yeah, they could slip every now and then. I'm not saying politicians don't slip, and I'm not saying I'm a conservative. But what I'm saying is, at least they're not masquerading themselves as something they're, as far as, you know, trying to get the poor vote or, or the African American, any kind of vote, and lie and say they understand the people when they don't. Yeah. That's all I, that's all I have to say about that. Can we change? It's only like Fort Forrest Gump there. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. 
Nancy, will you look after the age baby? <laughs> Sorry. He did have an age baby, though, didn't he, Forrest Gump? Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. I was just checking my, my facts. Um, okay, should we change, change lanes a little bit? This is not Serial Killer Corner, but it is disturbing. Um, and something that I've wanted to just touch on. Now, okay, um, this is Tim McLean, this murder. Now, do, do, are you guys familiar with this, with this case at all? The Greyhound. The Canadian Greyhound killer, yeah. Case. So, basically, um, the killing of Tim McLean occurred on the evening, I'm, I'm not going to read a lot, don't worry. July 30th, 2008, McLean, a 22-year-old Canadian man, was stabbed, beheaded, and cannibalised while riding a greyhound bus. According to the witnesses, McLean was sleeping with his headphones on when a man sitting next to him suddenly produced a large knife and began stabbing McLean in the neck and chest. The bus driver pulled to the side of the road so that he and all the other passengers could could de-bus. The attacker then decapitated McLean and displayed his severed head to other passengers standing outside. So this was random. He didn't know the guy. Completely random. Yeah. Completely random, James. JD. Uh, no, your name is James anyway. Uh, so the driver and the two other men had attempted to rescue McLean but were chased away by Lee, who slashed at them from behind the locked uh, bus doors. Lee then went back to McLean's body and began severing other parts and consuming some of the victim's flesh. Now, so it's like a, an episode from like you know, the worst 1980s horror movie you could think of, yeah. right? He, he's, it's a random killing. It's, it's on a packed bus. Um, he decapitates. He, he rips his head off. Begins holds to eat it up it, to holds it up to everyone to see. They stop on the hard shoulder, presumably, mm. all run off the bus, and yeah. uh, he's still inside, cannibalizing. He's eating yeah. this guy like raw flesh. Can you imagine that? You're the guys outside on the, and the and this. This decrazed dude holds this guy's head up that is just captured by the hair. Yeah. And you just see this, like, horrible, like, fucking... Yeah, that shit stays with you. You're not going to yeah, be... Yeah, I mean, people are, people are... Well, uh, apparently there's been a lot of lawsuits against, like, these various companies, Greyhound being yes, one of them. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Post-traumatic stress. Now, yeah. the interesting thing is that this guy, Vince Lee, is called the... the um, perp- perpetrator, is that the right word? Yeah. Um, so he, he went to court... And everyone unanimously agreed that he was not responsible for his actions. He was criminally insane. Oh, it's an insane case. Yeah. yeah. Now, everyone agreed. There was no one who disagreed, apart from the families and, the, you know, the family of the victim, who obviously fucking went crazy. Um, now, he was... He, his trial commenced in 2009, um, and he was let out, basically... So he, he didn't go to jail. He went to hospital. Okay, yeah. So he was so put this is in a med- medical facility. Yeah, 2009 he was put in. On February the 27th, 2015, six years later, he was given unsupervised day passes. And on t- February 2016, he had legally changed his name and was seeking to live independently. Um, on February the 10th, 2017, eight years later, he was discharged back into so the community. So he had been rehabilitated, yeah. according to the officials. Uh, so now, officials. this guy who fucking just, in the middle, for no reason, stabbed this guy to death, chopped his head off, hold it up for everyone to see, ate his body, is just walking among us now in the street. Nobody knows who he is. The, okay, people say supervisor's <laughs> taking his meds. He's very unlikely to reoffend again. But where do you stand on that? There he is. He's over there. He's just uh, 
he's, having a beer. He's, over yeah, he's, Bangkok, he's got the rib, rib special there. And he's just. Uh, J- <coughs> jokes, you're not wrong, though. These are the kind of people that turn up in Thailand. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. I wonder I if, he's, yeah, if he's allowed to travel. Case, yeah, but, probably not. <coughs> But yeah, we don't know enough about this guy. You know, um, what what was his? Okay, I, I know a bit more. Okay, was I watched it? a documentary on it. Today. Personality disorder, schizophrenic, schizophrenia. Yeah, schizophrenia. So, so he he said that uh, he was having um, an episode. Was, yeah, and God was telling him that he must uh-huh. kill this guy, otherwise God was going to. So kill it was him. Un- undiagnosed at the time. Yeah, and he was obviously not on any medication or whatever. Yeah. He was just uh, basically he, he yeah. was having uh, you know. Delusions, delusions, yeah, and right. they and they they were saying on this documentary. I can play you a bit, but I don't think we need to. That he did, he literally did not know what was going on. He thought he was doing the right thing, and he's a lovely guy now. Yeah, it's weird. Um, well, people do get rehabilitated, now. It does yeah, happen. It's uh, a good honestly, story. Okay, do. That, and, and I'm on the fence at the moment. Let, let's, so let, let's, let me hear. Let's you. let's be honest. I mean, if say in the United States, my dog gets out. And goes and bites someone because it mm-hmm. thought it was trying to protect me. It was near my front mm-hmm. yard and it attacked someone because someone was playing near my front yard. And it, it attacked, I mean, maybe even in, in, a, in a worst case scenario, it attacked a kid. Mm-hmm. Right? What happens to the dog? It gets put, put down. down because it, it didn't know in its pet mind that you shouldn't attack Mm-hmm. someone innocent it should have the presence of mind to not do that it should mm-hmm. be uh controlled but it wasn't so it needs to be put down so it doesn't do it and it's not your choice whether to put it down or not it is the choice of the officials to say whether the dog was responsible for the attack or not mm-hmm. so in this situation there's i'm sorry you put you put that person down <laughs> oh, i'm being honest you put him down Jugs. It, probably in ten years' time, we're going to have pet psychiatrists who are going to say, "No, this dog was badly treated in his past." Let's no. Okay, you're right. I mean, okay. you're going to no, sorry, so, not oh, right, but okay, I understand what I, understand I mean. You, so, from. so we put him back on the streets and we let him roam around. So, okay, yeah. so I, so I uh, mean, how much is that costing the taxpayer to supervise this guy? A lot, like twenty-four-seven. It's going to be a lot, right? But just, just listen to it. I'll pl- or, I'll play or put this. him. I mean, of course, psychiatric, psychiatric wards are almost like prisons for people with mental illnesses. Yeah. So put him in a fucking ward for the rest of his life. Mm. At least he's trying to. At least we got a place for him. Uh, mm. We're trying to uh, either a. I'm not saying we rehabilitate these people because if you do something like that, is fucking crazy. Mm. Nothing the an average human being would think about doing nowadays. So you put them in here and you study them. They're a case study so that oh, you can print so that yeah. you can you can prevent you can either you can learn from them and, 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 and try and prevent these or try and at least expose or do medical papers so that we can identify these earlier. Like Manhunt, right? JD. Mine hunters. Mine hunter, yeah. I mean a bit like Mine Hunter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So l- listen to this, right? It's just thirty seconds. Doesn't, doesn't bear that out. Just thirty it's seconds. Right? Incredibly actively managed to me. I'm not a politician and I'm not a judge. Uh, my role is to ensure that the person is adequately treated, ensure that their risk is being effectively managed and being able to communicate that information uh, to the court so that they can make their decisions. The argument of the Harper government at the time yeah. was if someone like Vincent Lee has done what he's done, definitively he is a danger oh, to society. But the, the data doesn't doesn't bear that out. 
Vince Lee is incredibly low risk of, of reoffending with appropriate treatment. To what extent is it mandatory that he take medication? So it's part of their conditions for being in the community that they have to <laughs> take treatment. And if they're given an opportunity to get really well, they want to stay well. Okay. What are you looking at on your phone there? I saw like something that looked like a big pile of dog shit. Really? Is it food? Is it my, my holiday photos? There might be a pub pile of dog shit where you were. <laughs> no, it looked like maybe you're looking at a curry or something. Oh, it could have been, yeah. Are you, going, are you, are you hung, you're, you're thinking about what you're eating next, man? Oh, no, I feel no, hungry. It as was well. that. It looks awful. It was on. Uh, oh, that looks lovely to me. It was on ba- it. Bangkok Foodies, I think. Someone, oh, a Jap- I Japanese, love Japanese curry. Japanese curry. But not with sausages. But it's got hot dogs in it. I don't need that Get away at all. from the hot dogs. But you know what they do sometimes with these Japanese curries? They dump sugar in it. Yeah. You know, and it's, 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 it's kind of mm. sweet. I've never like, no. Go to Muragami. Yeah, the, floor the, five. The yeah. Se- Muragami Seaman, floor five. Should we have, have a TSL trip there? Oh, our we're, Christmas lunch. We're going to have a Christmas, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we, we going to record Sunday? it live? We've got to do it next time. Are we going to record this dinner live? We should. We should, we should Why it? can't we eat? And, oh, because yeah. we're we, we No, get, haven't you got the... Uh, the, 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 the ambient oh, mic. Ambient mic, yeah. That's I've the got it. But we should still have these, but try and move away if we're, if we're chewing. But we can still Oh, no, we could eat first and then just hit the booze and turn the mics on. Yeah, but maybe have an ambient mic while we're eating as well, yeah. just in case there's any funny quips. Yeah, aren't we, aren't we going to eat one of those one ninety nine uh, Sunday roasts here at Sportsman? We are indeed, and yeah. what a lovely... Uh, <laughs> we were talking about club. having uh, a transgender guest on, we on the show as well, we so could. maybe we'll what, have a roast. Where are we? We're on to ladyboys again. <laughs> I mean, I like ladyboys, <laughs> Can you tell the quick story about your friend there last night? Okay, yeah, yeah. You have to. Uh, we'll yeah. leave that one. I think that's a so, good parting thought there. Hey, Steve, if you're listening to Monica. Uh, so, yeah, my friends. If, it was a lovely story, actually. I'm not going to get too personal about it, but I haven't seen him for 24 years. And he said that I was really nasty to him when we parted ways. I went off with these popular kids, apparently, and left him. And I oh, was, at school you were nasty. Yeah, and I was quite... He said, you're a bit nasty to me and, you know, I tried to be friends with you and you're a bit of a cunt, basically. Mm. So I felt horrible. Absolutely horrible. I said to Steve, I would never Look do at that. that. He carried that on him for 20 no, plus yeah. years. But he did God say... <laughs> well, no, because... He's been hating you every day. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. We're talking about bullying. But like. to be fair... <laughs> to be fair, he said, I do forget... Because I did kind of say to him, how did we kind of part ways and blah, blah, And he was saying, Well, you were a cunt, basically. You were like, fucking car, you bullied me. <laughs> I feel so bad. So I was, he was a nice bloke. I met I him. Thought he I was, was nice. nice. How could you be so nice. bad to him? Oh, he but was you know mountain what? man more. That's but when why. Yeah. Yeah. He could not a mountain. He could climb. Obviously. So yeah, we used to go fishing together every day. We spent like ten hours together every day of the week for for months. For you know, in the Christmas ho- uh, summer holidays, every day fishing. Just then spent back back to school, and you blanked him. Yeah, yeah. Like you ghosted him. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. He's like, "Hey, Mountain Man, how are you doing today?" And you're like, <laughs> "Stonewalled." <laughs> Who are you? Man, we just went fishing yesterday. <laughs> what fishing? I don't fish. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> he said, "Be he dangling said, your rods together <laughs> all summer." <laughs> and now you won't take the bait. <laughs> 
Steve, you've listening. Turn off now. <laughs> um, okay, okay, keep going. So, oh, yeah. Um, brilliant. So, yeah, he said you did bully me a little bit, but uh, I, I thought I was always. Do you know what? It's like revisionist history, isn't it? Because I always thought I was a good guy. You always think. Oh, well, we good always guy, do. Right? Even the serial killers. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> Joseph McCann? Um, right. Uh, yeah. So um, he he came with his wife Monica, lovely girl, Polish, uh, awesome. And uh, so they had a few nights in Bangkok on the way to Bali. And so I said, well, what, what do you want to do while you're here? And uh, Steve said, uh, I don't know if he dressed this up, but he said, my wife wants to see Lady Boys. <laughs> yeah, of course she does, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, to be fair, actually, I think it was her. So I said, look, come over to Asok and I'll take you to Cockatoo. Uh, cockatoo. Uh, I'll, sh- I'll show you a cockatoo. Yeah. And somehow you messaged me in that process. Yeah. I said, John, like, come down. My, this, mate, this could my, be mates, fun. my mate's coming into town. Uh, I want you to join us. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I think th- this is an appropriate time to say, look, we, we do. I don't, I don't think this really needs to be said, but I want to say it personally. I don't care about you two. I love gay people. I love transgenders. I love lesbians. They're all awesome. This is not malicious. It's just funny. Right? No, it's funny. Um, I love. So, I love. I love yeah. gay people. James loves gay people, right? Yeah, yeah we, we, we love them. Especially love chicks with dicks. Um, so <laughs> we we took him to Cockatoo, and to be fair, they were in disbelief that Steve was like, and Monica was like that is a, a guy with a cock. Yep. And I said, it's, well, no, I said, well, yeah, it's not a guy; it's a girl with a cock. You can't misgender them. So right before we so, even so, walked in, I had my balls grabbed right at the door. Really? In front of my By girlfriend. The big yeah, Mama's like grabbed <laughs> yeah. my dick in front the of her, and I, mama's and I like smacked her hand. Like, like, don't touch me. So we've got this chick sitting between. Have we got the photos? Did they send us the photos already? We got this. We got this girl, this lovely transgender girl, sat sat between us. Oh, Steve didn't send it to me. Oh shit! She was lovely actually. Oh, she, yeah, she was gorgeous. I can vouch for, yeah. she, she was sat in I don't between know about us. Gorgeous, but she was she, she was okay. Tits. But she didn't... Okay, she looked very feminine. She did. And Steve said, really, these, these, are, these are guys. And I said, darling... So I'd already bought her once... Uh, already given her and Mamison 160, darling. 160 for a drink. And I said, show us can you show us your, your member? And she said, if you buy me one more drink. So I thought, okay, another 160 baht is worth it. So I'm sat here. Steve's sat there. Monica's come round to the front. So... She's in between me and Steve, and Monica's come round to the front to look. She's looking down, and she just basically pulls her, 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 her bikini bottoms down and just reveals this massive schlong. It was massive. You say massive? Well, no, it wasn't. Uh, not. Okay, I'm, being, I'm trying to elaborate a bit for the story. Um, <laughs> it, it was okay. You should have just <laughs> went through with it. Me and James were very surprised. It's, it's a fisherman in him, isn't it? It's <laughs> Um, It couldn't have been because, I mean, they got to wear the the bikini, so it couldn't have been massive. Uh, It was just a little pecker in the woods. (laughs) A little grass snake. That wasn't the story. (laughs) At first, it was just me and Steve sat next to each other. I said, show us your cock. And so she, and then she Steve got got his out. Like, no, 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 not you, mate. <laughs> not yours. Uh, so then, <laughs> then Steve's like, "Oh my god, Monica, come here." Speaks to his wife, and she's comes back over. And at this point, she says, "Look, if if you want me to show it again, you're gonna have to buy me a drink." So I had to really? show up Holy shit! Just to see a cock yeah. that she's, I didn't really even want to see. She's worked out five hundred baht, and all you're doing is seeing cock. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, they they were really pl- 
pleased with it all. Like they'd, they'd see Lady Boys, they'd here, seen a car. Here, like here, here I am on the sidelines. I see what you guys are doing, and my girlfriend's like, "Wait, you're gonna go see him?" Like, fuck no, I'm good on that. <laughs> I know what they got in there. I don't need to see it. I know what a cock looks and like. And then all of a sudden, that man, Mama Son, that like grabbed my nuts at the door. She like flashed you guys with like you her know tits. Yeah. her tits, and I was like, she looks like fucking. God, she looks like uh, just a normal Pat from EastEnders if you're from England. Probably, oh, yeah. But the Thai version. <laughs> anyway, she's, she's Farley, actually lesbian, isn't she? A Thai Pat. Chris Farley. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Saint Clement. That's a real name. I said a Thai Chris Farley. Who's oh Chris Farley from the Farley Brothers? No, uh, the SNL Chris Farley. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 She was kind of bigger. So we were also talking about Hangover Three. And I just asked the Gatoy in uh, in there. Hangover Two. Uh, is it Hangover Two? Because there's a famous uh, Gatoy in that, isn't there? I can't remember what she's called now, but a really famous one. But I thought, you know, like, uh, you know, as <coughs> a good like mutual subject of conversation. No, I, th- I was gu- <laughs> and I was going to say something racist. Uh, I thought like mm, people, everybody knows each other. You know, like do you know when you got. Do, do you know when you're in a small town and you meet, like, you feel really cool because you hang around with a black guy and you know another black guy and you say, oh, do you know so-and-so? And yeah. it's like, just because we're black, it doesn't mean we all know each other. So I said to this ladyboy last night, oh, this is a ladyboy, do you know her? Yeah. And she was like, no, I don't know her. She pulled out just a thinking- picture of Prince Andrew. And you know this guy. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I mean, it's just, it's just quite normal, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, you know, mm. uh, Thailand is known as having ladyboys, but I mean, I mean, we have trans transgender all around the world, and the ones, the ones but in Cal- think- Calcutta. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Did you see one? I went through the red night zone in in uh, Calcutta. Red light yeah, day. yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, dude. They got Man. transgenders. You got to just keep walking really fast. Uh, <laughs> wow. And it's all like pretty plump women in saris, right? Oh, because and they like plumps over there, don't they? they like, and looking at these women and. They like and uh, Law said to me, she said, uh, imagine what they're running from if this is what they're running to. And I thought, oh, oh God, yeah, imagine, imagine, way to put it. imagine how awful their wives must be if they're mm. coming to, I mean, these, and there's a lot of eunuchs, like transgender, mm-hmm. who come up to you in, in, in India as well. And it's, right. you know, the Thai version. I mean, Thai do the sex industry so much better. <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> They've had plenty of practice at it, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah I think we'll save Strangling sex dolls For next week um, Yeah So uh, yeah We've been this strange life um, Jugs Anything you want to sign off with Nope We're coming up on our 100th uh, oh, episode yeah. here Pretty yeah. soon And uh, we want to put something on Very very good So uh, drop us a comment Or if you think we should do Something crazy You know Give us some ideas uh, We have some ideas I think my idea right now Is to bring a lady boy On the show <laughs> And uh, inter- and I have another suggestion. We should bring a go-go bar owner down and, yeah. and have an interview and see some of the crazy shit that he's seen. But if you have something uh, even more so crazier than what I'm thinking, please drop us a, a, a yeah. comment down yeah. on a SoundCloud or iTunes. You know, just uh, we, uh, especially uh, Mountain Man over here. He definitely responds to all the all, all the feedback we get. So uh, give us some ideas of what you guys think we should do for the 100th uh, episode. Let us know. JD? Yep, keep the messages coming, keep the comments coming on Facebook or wherever you can find us. And uh, yeah, have a very cool, festive... Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Festive and so uh, period. We, we do want to keep uh, our Christmas lunch tight, but if, if you know us and you like us and you want to come and 
come come to our TSL Christmas dinner. Uh, I'm Mountain Man. See you next week. Yep. Shout out to uh, we got uh, what's our friends in Africa, Nigeria, Nigeria, Mongolia. Mongolia. You know, we're thinking about you guys in Thailand. Keep 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 uh, liking us and uh, liking and sharing, sharing and sharing, liking liking and sharing. Hey, I've been getting some comments about the tunes we play at the end as well. So I'll try and put the name of the song I put every week. Cheers. Yeah.